peeps, I'm Lauren Smith, also known as the Sorority Nutritionist. I'm a weight loss coach and registered dietitian that knows exactly how to help you lose 10, 20, 30, or more pounds all while having fun. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women from around the world look and feel amazing by following my proven framework. Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist podcast. Today, I am here with Fit Babe Kate. She is a 25-year-old from Syracuse, New York, who has been living in New York City for the past three years working as an event planner. She is a graduate of Marist College, where she studied communications and fashion merchandising and found her love for the events industry. She is a Fit Babe that found the sorority nutritionist by chance because she was sick of not feeling confident in her own skin. After using food as a grieving and coping mechanism for so many years, she decided something needed to change. And why not start during a global pandemic? Over the past three plus months, Kate has used Lauren's program and has lost over 15 pounds and isn't planning on giving up quite yet. Welcome, Kate, to the Sorority Nutritionist podcast. Hi, guys. I'm so pumped that you're here. I'm super excited to be here. Anything did I miss from your bio? I don't miss anything from my bio. I think just overall, I'm like so grateful for this program and super excited to talk about my experience. I love it. Well, let's just jump right in. So I know Kate personally throughout, you know, working together so closely and just hearing her super inspiring story. But can you share with the listeners who may not know anything about you or what really inspired your weight loss journey to, to kind of give them an update on where you started off and where you are at now? Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of this started... I mean, the big moment for me when it all kind of hit me was... It was honestly the night before my 25th birthday. I was about to obviously turn 25 the next day. And I had this moment where like, I broke down at my office at my, my place of work. And I had this moment like, Oh my gosh, this is not where I expected my life to be. Like, I'm 25 years old. I'm so young. I should be in the best shape of my life, enjoying my life. And I think it really just hit me. I was like, what did I do like all of these years? And so growing up, my mom actually got sick when I was a junior in high school. She was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer. And at the time, I was so young, I didn't really know what it meant. And I think a lot of that stress at home and like having to like cope and deal with all of this new news that I didn't know how to deal with, I felt like I was so young, I shouldn't know about these things, kind of started my journey with weight gain. And I think it kind of just kept going from there. You know, I went to college and my freshman year, it was the freshman 15, and you're trying to go out and make all these friends. And it's always like partying and drinking and, eating in the dining hall and trying to figure out what you should be eating and what you shouldn't be eating. And I definitely didn't make proper decisions. And then after college, I moved straight to New York City. And it, you know, New York City is the epicenter of food and going out and drinking. It's like the socialite kind of environment. And again, it's like I wanted to meet all my new coworkers, meet all these new people in the city and start my life. And I think a lot of that turned into happy hours at work and the late night eating. Like I would go from work to a happy hour and not get home till like 11 o'clock. And I hadn't eaten dinner in that time. So you grab whatever is like quick on the go. And it's been a journey for sure. And I think that night before my birthday, I was like, whoa, it kind of just made me realize like, what do I want to do with my life? I love that. And I think so many of the listeners out there may have had that like what I call an oh shit moment where you're like, 
it's almost like you just awaken up and you're like, how did this happen? How did I gain this weight? And it's not even just the weight. It's the, it's your body image. It's your confidence. It's how you feel in all of these other aspects. And yeah, I think you just summarized that so perfectly. And I'm a big believer. I say this to women all the time, like no matter who you are, what your age is, where you live, you know, what your job is, you should feel freaking sexy and confident. Like yes. you are at your prime right now, no matter what age you are. And COVID really showed us that we only have one life to live. Yes. So it is so, so important to feel our best and be our best right now. Definitely. I totally agree with all of that. Yeah. So I really want to dive into a little bit about your weight gain and kind of how difficult losing your mom specifically was because I know that was a really big part of your journey. And I think especially something that we haven't really talked about at the sorority nutritionist is going through a loss like that or something traumatic or just a really tough point in your life and how that not only just impacts our mental health, but also specifically our body image and our weight, you know, because sometimes food is food is comfort. Food is amazing. Like I don't want food just to be calories for weight loss. Like food is also so much deeper than that. So can you kind of share with the listeners a little bit about your experience with food and comfort and how that kind of impacted your weight loss journey? Definitely. I think... So I lost my mom. My It was the summer before my sophomore year of college. So I was still pretty new to school. I had just joined a sorority. So I had a great group woo, of woo. <laughs> But I definitely was struggling internally with a lot of a lot of different things. And I didn't really know how to cope the right way. And I don't think anyone really knows the best way to cope and to grieve with the loss of something, especially the loss of my mother. She was my best friend, my person. And I really turned to drinking. I turned to food. I turned to, you know, just trying to avoid dealing with my feelings. And I think the eating was, if I felt like I had a bad day, I deserved to have ice cream. I remember my girlfriends and I, we would, the local pizza shop near our school would do like $5 large pizzas for every Wednesday. And we would do it every Wednesday. And I think I could probably eat a whole pizza. And thinking back on it, I'm like, I just kind of had this, I don't care moment. And I was like, I lost the most important person in my life, the most important thing to me. And I think I really just turned to avoiding dealing with that. And I turned to food to kind of fill those voids, I guess, that I was yeah. avoiding. And and it definitely wasn't the way to go about things, but it was the only way I knew how to deal with things at the time. Yeah. And I mean, in that moment, you weren't in the place of, you know, Kate's really trying to lose weight right now. Like you were just in like fight or flight mode. Like you were trying to survive. And I think this is so important for anyone on their journey that has been through something. I mean, even me, and this is totally, totally not a traumatic per se experience, but even switching environments and me going off to college, like that was so overwhelming for me. So I can't imagine, you know, people out there in the Fit Babe community that are really struggling with like major life events. And I just am here to say with Kate, like it's okay to turn to food. Like that's part of Kate's journey. And it's part of so many Fit Babes journey that, you know, yes, it may have resulted in weight gain, but it was part of that healing process for you. Looking back, what would you have changed in how you coped with food? That's a good question. I feel like I kind of almost wish I had met you earlier. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, of course I wish I met you earlier, Kate. You're the freaking best. <laughs> yeah, I think I just wish I had been a little more aware of certain things, a little more, you know, I, I don't know. I think going back, I also like, I maybe I needed to grieve in that way that I had to kind of figure out, whoa, I needed that oh crap moment to be like, Kate, like get your life back on track. Like do what you need to do to feel good about yourself. Like feel confident, feel healthy. 
And so I don't know if I necessarily would have gone back and I was like, oh, okay, I need to change everything. But I definitely wish I had been a little more aware. I think I wish I had pushed myself. You know, my friends were like, Kate, come to the gym with us. And I'd be like, oh, it's fine. You know, I wish I had just listened to friends or maybe reached out if I knew I needed the help. I wish I had just, you know, called someone and just talked about it. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing that night before, what is it, your 25th birthday, when you had that, oh shit, and that fire was lit under your ass, as I like to say, talk to us about that night. Because I know I've had one of those nights before where I like truly was like, it's like you have an awakening, like I said, where you're just like, I actually don't, didn't realize how much I hated my body or how poor of a relationship I had with food or how much I was overeating or whatever it could be. What was that night like for you when you had that oh shit moment? Sure. Like you just said, I didn't realize where I was at until it, it kind of came to a head. And that was at that moment. You know, I was thinking back. I actually left work because I was in tears. I was just so upset. And I was thinking about all these things the past years that I've done. And it was, you know, going out and, you know, trying to meet new people. So you're like going out and doing all these happy hours and you're going out on the weekends and, you know, maybe you're grabbing things in between because you don't know what to grab and you just need the quick fix. But I just remember like, I hated taking photos of myself. Like I hated being in group photos with my girlfriends. And of course, like, you know, we're sorority girls. We love taking photos. Hell yes. But I will say, you know, there was a time in college. I mean, even if you look back through the vault, like I think all of us sorority girls and any woman out there listening to this, like, we sometimes just scroll mindlessly through like old photos. Like I've totally done that shamelessly. I will admit that. And it's so crazy looking back to be and like seeing how you, your body sometimes transforms over time, whether it's weight gain, weight loss or whatnot. And sometimes it can feel very overwhelming because you may look at yourself in the past and be like, I didn't realize I looked that way. Yes, exactly. And that's like, that's how I had sort of been feeling, but it kind of just all came to like a big whoa moment for me. And that just so happened. It was the night before my, you know, my 25th birthday. I think when you turn 25, you think you have to have your life together and and you don't. And I'm realizing, Oh no, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) At the time I was like, Oh my gosh. But I stumbled upon you. Like it was crazy. It was like on Instagram, like on the for you page, like something so random. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I just need to follow this girl and like get some tricks, like, you know, tricks and tips and stuff. And one day, I mean, it was that moment kind of my birthday that I was like, I need to reach out because I need the help. And I've tried everything. I feel like I just don't have the confidence in myself anymore to hold myself accountable. I need someone to push me. And I'm so glad it stumbled like upon you randomly. And it just worked out so well. And so I think it was maybe like, we had our first initial call and I immediately was like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. It was fate, baby. It was fate. I love it. Now, knowing you said that you've been on so many diets before, we haven't even talked about this yet, which I think is I love unpacking the different diets women are on before they realize, you know, weight loss is really freaking easy and food can be fun. So what types of diets were you on before? And, you know, how are your experiences experiences on them? I am the worst dieter ever also. Oh, no. Like I... So I didn't actually try a ton of random things. I did try Whole30. I think I got there maybe day 15. And I was like, I can't do this. This is... Yeah. 
Literally earlier this week, I got a DM from someone and she was like, I'm on day three and I'm starving. And like this week is the theme of Whole30. Maybe I need to do an episode on Whole30 because every, every woman does it. And then, you know, by sometimes not even the end of the 30 days, they're like, I can't do this anymore. It was awful. I am definitely not someone that can cut things out of my diet. I, you know, I enjoy a cocktail at the end of the night. I enjoy my sweets and I love like I love my breads. I love like all of those things. So doing something like whole 30 was so hard to like cut out for me. I actually did it with a friend and we would motivate each other and we'd text each other and be like, "Oh my god, I really want a donut or I really want, you know, like a pe- a slice of pizza, you know." And we'd be like, "No, don't do it. Don't do it." So we made it through day 15 together and I was like, I'm, I'm so done. And then I've tried keto, but I really didn't even get very far. It was just, I can't cut those things out. That's just never been something I wanted to do. I didn't think that that was the way I had to do it. But well, I guess I thought I did it originally that that was the only way to lose weight is to cut all this stuff out. And at that point, I was like, well, I might as well just be a little chubbier because I love these foods. I don't want to get rid of them. Yeah. And and I love that statement because of course you wanted to feel more confident in pictures, in clothing and love the way that you look, but you also totally realized that it is, it wasn't even worth it for you, even just purely for physical appearance for you to cut out these foods because it was going to be unsustainable. And I mean, you're the type of person just like me. When I cut something out and I'm super strict about it, the only thing I'm thinking about is having that food. And what do I do? I literally binge eat it. And yeah. that's why it just doesn't work to go, you know, keto when you freaking love ice cream. Like I could never do it. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. It's just, it's not sustainable. And the binge eating, it's a real thing that happens because I would constantly go in my head, like, I need this right now. And if I just have a little bit, I'll feel so much better. But a little bit would turn into a lot of it. And then it kind of just all fell downhill from there. And I was like, I need to make a change. And I don't know what it is, but I just need some like some support here. Yeah. So before starting your journey, I know you weren't super big into calorie tracking before. Like you had dabbled with it from what I remember, but it wasn't something like Kate calorie tracks every single day. And like, it's her thing. So what did you learn, especially looking back those first few weeks of coaching when you did track your calories and we're trying to hit those right numbers for, for weight loss, what did you learn about food that maybe you didn't know before with keto and Whole30? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, I thought maybe I had to work out a little bit more to lose, you know, what I, you know, make up for what I have been eating and stuff. So I had a few trainers here and there and I, they would all tell me, just download my fitness pal. It's free. You can, you know, calculate all your goals for you. And just start tracking and just making sure you and I knew that something I needed to do. I just was just the effort of doing it. I think I was just not in the right mindset. And and it's overwhelming. I mean, I can't tell you how many women I work with that are like beginner babes is what we call it at TSN. And they have never done this before. So like downloading my fitness pal, like it can feel overwhelming at first. And I think that's where, you know, breaking down the fact that you don't have to track every single morsel bite of food you possibly eat for the next 30 days. Like, you know, how intense whole 30, maybe, you know what I mean? Like even just track one damn day of eating, even one meal. And then you're building that awareness. Absolutely. And I think even with, I mean, in comparison to your program, like my fitness file, when you download it, it tells you like you calculate what you want to lose within a certain amount of time. And it's like, you should only be eating 1200 calories a day. 
And I would, I was like, okay, sure. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I'd be sitting there starving and the binge eating would happen. So I think like with the calorie tracking, it was just something that I was like, this doesn't make sense. I'm starving. Like, how is this going to work? Yeah. Um, So when I found your program, I was a little hesitant to start the calorie tracking, but the first two weeks you told me just track it and we'll figure it out later and just see what you're, you know, what, where you're at kind of thing so far. And I was eating way more than what I needed to, of course, but I wasn't really you know, I hadn't been properly trained yet. So when we started doing it, you said, you know, just it's to get an idea. And then when you helped me to calculate what I should be eating, I should have been eating like 1700 calories with the amount of workouts that I was doing plus eating. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Like I feel full. I can actually get through a day without crashing. So calorie tracking, it was definitely overwhelming at first, but it really helped me to understand you know, what I'm putting into my body, I didn't realize how many calories are in certain things. And so I think it's more of like a general awareness and like just being more conscious of what you're putting into your body. And and that's why I, I actually did a presentation at work the other day on calorie tracking because of you. And shut the front door, Kate. How am I just finding out about this now? <laughs> I know it was it was yesterday. And I was like, one of my girlfriends does a different program. But I was just like, we have to like, let's talk about our journeys. Like, why not? This is the perfect time. We're during a like quarantine during this pandemic. This is the perfect time to like reset and start. So why not share that with other people too? So yeah. uh, And I think it's like, so sad. It's come to the point. I mean, I have a love hate with my fitness pal. I think I know so many women that aren't using apps like my fitness pal properly. And I know obviously so many women that have such success with these apps, but that's where like, you really just have to remember and really unstrip why you're using it. And it's to build awareness, like no shame in your game. If you want to track for the rest of your life, but 99% of women I work with do not want to track their food for the rest of their life. They don't want to go to an Italian restaurant and have a glass of wine and have to calculate every minuscule of calories. And that's not the point with calorie tracking. The yeah. point is to become aware so you can eat balance. And that's why my, my method step two is about that balanced plate. So then you don't have to track forever. And yeah, I, I love hearing your story and experience on tracking before and dabbling with it, but then going so low because you're just going off these numbers as like the Bible of Kate's weight loss journey when it's like, girlfriend, how do you feel? And you know, it is so important to feel satisfied and good. Like you shouldn't feel starved when you're trying to lose weight. And I don't know if we need to say this a bajillion times, a million times until the whole world knows, but it's just, it's just so predominant in the weight loss industry right now that starvation means you're doing a good job. Right. Which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And even with keto and whole 30 and not to not to shit on other diets, guys, because I, I I really like to focus on the positivity and what we can be doing for ourselves. But I mean, all of these diets, like think back to all of the diets that you have ever come across in the media. And if you've tried them, how you felt nine times out of 10, or honestly, I'd say 10 times out of 10, you've probably felt really restricted. And that's why you couldn't stick with it. Absolutely. Definitely. It is kind of crazy. And just even going off of my fitness pal, like now I don't, use it every single day. I definitely try to, if I'm like, okay, I kind of need, you know, I had a little bit of a rough week, let's restart and kind of just refresh, but I'm still learning too. Like I'm still growing at the program. And even though I've kind of graduated from it, I'm still, I'm still learning and putting, you know, putting myself to the test and figuring out, you know, other things that I I could be putting into my body and, and what should I be doing and what should I not be doing? And 
it's definitely still a journey. It's not, you know, it's a never ending kind of process, but it's not difficult anymore. It's not like I'm really struggling to get by. I'm more confident with my decisions. And if I want to have ice cream because it's summer or I want to have that drink or a slice of pizza or fast food or something, I, I feel much more confident making decisions, the decisions that I do now, because I know it's a one day thing or it's, you know, it's a one-time thing that I'm going to do to treat myself because... Because it's life and you're going to treat yourself, baby, because that's life and you should treat yourself. That's what I would say to myself. But no, I really, really love that, Kate. And it's not about that one meal or one snack or one dessert that you have. It's about your habits. And it's so funny because with fitness, I mean, if anyone has worked with like a personal trainer, done a group fitness class, or even just works out on their own, it's kind of logical sense, right? That to keep up with the body of the physical fitness body with like having muscles and feeling strong and feeling just fit in general, like if you stop running, you're like, of course, no shit, you're going to lose your endurance. But with food, we're like, okay, let's go on this 30 day diet. And you know, after that 30 days, like whatever, like we're just going to be, we're going to be maintaining where it's like, no, it's this lifelong process. So even me as a dietitian that does this for a damn living, I'm constantly evolving. I'm always thinking about how can I do better? Because there are days where, hell yeah, I don't eat enough veggies because I'm busy and then I didn't prep properly. Right. Anyone's so perfect every day. Like that's wild. Like who's perfect every day? No, (laughs) no one. Oh my goodness. Now I'm really curious about the types of foods you're eating and, and kind of how you were able specifically to lose your first 10 pounds, because that's such a big milestone at TSN. So can you share with the listeners a little bit about some of the changes you made Besides just eating the proper amount of calories from, you know, going from 1200 to closer to 1700 to lose your first 10 pounds, what were some of those food changes and just choices that you made to help you lose your first 10? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think I was ever like a terrible eater. I think I just definitely didn't know portion control. I didn't know certain, you know, certain little things that tips and tricks that you could be a little healthier with some of your choices. So But then again, like eating was something I definitely needed to work on. And so it's kind of funny. I think back on it now, like I didn't realize, and you always tell me, Kate, why are you so shocked? I'm like, I don't know. It's just funny because I just listened to what you said. And I made little like substitutions here and there, you know, maybe instead of having like two toasts for breakfast, you have one toast with peanut butter, measure your olive oils, like measure the oils that you're using instead of, you know, regular milk. I started using almond milk for like my smoothies and my cereal and things like that. And it wasn't anything super major, but it was definitely just making sure I was always having a protein, a veggie and a carb on my plate and just feeling fulfilled. And if I was hungry, I would honor those urges and I wouldn't feel bad about it because I knew that my body needed those nutrients. And so I think it was just little things here and there. And also just not even stepping up my exercise game because I had been working out, but making healthier choices, like more active choices, like parking farther away from the grocery store and getting those extra steps in the day. I actually got an Apple watch like during our journey because I wanted to push myself and kind of just see how far I could walk. And you know, it's fun because you do competitions with your friends on it. But just with the eating overall, I just made small little choices. And it went a really long way. And I was I know you kept saying like, why are you so shocked? But I really it's really not as hard as you think. And I think it was just like, I just needed that click moment in my head and a little guidance support. I love my girls and my group. And we still talk still to this day, which is amazing. And yeah, I think I really surprised myself. But 
I also worked really hard at it too. It wasn't just like a one day I just woke up and I magically lost 10 pounds. Like, oh yeah. Oh God. And, and I want to unpack that actually. And well, first off, I love what you said. Like it was so easy, but I don't want to underestimate how hard I worked. And I'm a believer weight loss is easy. It's freaking simple. You eat less calories than what you burn and you balance your plate and you eat proper amounts of protein. Plus, you know, some other stuff too. But I mean, in general, it is so easy, but that doesn't mean you're not working hard towards it. And you know, that it isn't something that you do have to put forth an effort on. So I really love when you said that. But what I really want to dive into actually is your specific journey in your three months. And I know you lost weight and then you kind of hit this little plateau and it was this big turning point for you. And I think so many fit babes out there will so appreciate hearing a little bit more about your journey and how you overcame sometimes the barriers when it comes to not seeing weight loss and like a negative mindset that can kind of come with that because that's something often not talked about on a lot of programs where it's like, Oh, this person lost weight. She's successful. Look at her fit babe body. Where it's like, you know, what went into that three months, that 13 weeks you committed yourself to? Can you share with the listeners a little bit about how you overcame that negative mindset when you did hit that plateau? Absolutely. I started so strong. Like I was so motivated after our conversation. I was ready to hit the ground running. I actually, when the virus, everything got a little crazy. I moved back home to Syracuse. Oh yeah. Kate started this all during like the beginning of the pandemic. Like it was wild. She signed up before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic hit, it was like the first week of coaching when everything was on lockdown. It was wild. Anyway, Kate continue. But it was such a blessing in disguise because I I came home and I was actually, I was self quarantining and I just focused. I went head first all in and I was so motivated And I think you get so excited and you're so ready to go. And then when you don't see the number moving on the scale and you don't really see a difference after a few weeks, you kind of lose that motivation. And I think that's what hit me. I remember I reached out to you. I think it was maybe two months in our second month in maybe. And I was like not tracking my foods very well. I kind of just gave up on it. And I would, I think what really happened, and it's funny because we talk about this in our group, but I had like a slice of pizza and then I had like, I was like, Oh, I really want another one. So I had another. And then it was like, I almost like ruined my day kind of because I was eating poor and not really focusing on just, you know, have what you want, but you know, be smart about it. And I wasn't being smart about it. And I think I was like, oh, well, it's done. I screwed up. It's over. I ruined my whole, you know, not my diet, but I ruined my whole calorie tracking for that day. And so then, you know, I'd roll into the next day and it kept going. And and if I had a bad day at work or if I had a bad day, just in general, I turned to food like I used to do. I went back to kind of my old ways. And, and I would just stop tracking because I was like, oh, if I don't track it, it won't count kind of thing, you know, like just having just a really bad mindset. And I remember I was like, what am I doing? Like, again, I had that wake up moment, like reach out. If you need help, reach out. Like, that's the best thing you can do. No one's going to judge you. Like, and I remember I wouldn't even write in our group because I was so nervous that the girls would judge me or, or just feel like I just felt like a failure. So I reached out to Lauren and I just said, I need help. I don't know what to do. My mindset completely is just shot. And it kind of just helped to re-motivate me and figure out what my goals were and why I came to you in the first place. And again, it was just like, you just got to stay motivated and reach out when you need the help and talk to the girls in your group. Like they all were having the same struggles. And I'm so glad that I reached out because a lot of them were feeling the same way. And we just didn't talk about it until that moment. 
So I think, yeah, I think just like full circle, I, I just loved the program and I'm just so glad that I, I stuck with it and kind of made it work for me the best way that I could. And I'm still learning. I'm still changing. I reached my... I'm right now I'm down 16 pounds, which woo, is woo. exciting. So that was... I had a pretty big goal when I came into this. I was like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. But I'm halfway there. I'm still like learning. And I'm just really glad I, I kept pushing myself. And I think the goal is to just remember why you came here. Remember what, what are you trying to achieve? And I think that was... It was hard for me to keep going back. But I, I had to remember why. The big yeah. thing why. Yeah. And I think it's almost like the life cycle of a fit babe. I mean, as a coach, I see this all the time in my practice as a dietitian. But I think my clients sometimes don't, or just even fit babe followers, you know, on social media, like you may not realize it, but those first few weeks, hell yeah, you're wicked motivated. You're like, I'm doing this. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I feel amazing. And then I like to say around weeks four or five, if not week six, that's when shit hits the fan. And that's when you usually have two options. You pick yourself up if you're not happy with where you're at, or you expect yourself to be farther, even though you've lost weight, or you're feeling good and you're continuing on the path and you have that motivation. But for many women, that week four through six can be such a pivotal time where it's like we get down on ourselves, we kind of go back to our old habits, we don't have that same fire lit under our ass about how the reason why we're making a change and why having more confidence and losing weight is so important to you. But that honestly, I care more about weeks four through six, where you're at mentally and what you're doing and what your habits are than your habits the first week. I honestly don't give a crap about your habits the first week because what true change really is, is sticking with it. So I I love what you just said. Now, to kind of wrap things up, what advice besides all of the amazing advice you've already given, what advice for the Fit Babe listeners out there would you give if they're kind of in that oh shit mindset moment where it's maybe a couple weeks into their journey, maybe they're not where they want to be or God forbid, maybe they haven't lost weight yet. They haven't figured out the puzzle pieces and how to kind of combine them together to get to their goals. What would you say to them? Yeah, I think for me, taking before and after photos was such a big thing. Like I had that moment where, oh my gosh, I'm not losing weight. Like I don't see the scale changing. I don't see anything. And I took a photo and I remember in that email when I kind of was like, I'm going to give up kind of thing. I, I think I sent you or the photos or we talked about it afterwards, but I looked and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have changed a little bit like here and there. And then all of a sudden one day, like it just like it catches up with you. And it's just like, keep going, keep trying, take those photos because you're not seeing the number on the scale. You'll notice it in the photos. Your body changes every single day and it'll happen if you just keep putting in the hard work and lean on the girls in your group. Like Lauren places you in these groups for a reason. And I'm still super close with a lot of the girls in my group now. And I absolutely adore them. And I just think like lean on people when you need help, do what's best for you. But it's not, it's okay to not always be okay. And to need to reach out and ask for that advice, ask for help, tricks and tips and stuff. And I think definitely the before and after photos was something that was like a wow moment for me. And I finally was like, wow, I'm doing this. Like, holy shit. I've got Yeah. Even if the scale isn't exactly where you want it to be, the before and after photos, whether good or bad, whether you're happy with them or, you know, maybe they're a source of motivation for you at the end of the day, it's part of the journey. And 
I think to kind of leave you guys off just because you're not at your goal right now, we get in this mindset where it's like, okay, this is our forever. When it's like, no, every day you have a choice, every meal to change the trajectory of what your story and, and body will look like. And you know, just because you haven't achieved those goals yet doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Kate. You are just such a gem. Oh, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you and so happy that we're friends. We're, you're my mentor. You're my friend. And I just, I can constantly learn from you. I'm so excited. Thank <laughs> you so much for being here, Kate. We can't wait to see more of your success. Yes. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye. Looking to lose 10, 20, or 30 pounds? You are not alone. I've transformed women to become fit babes all around the world with my proven method. Apply for my group coaching program at thesororitynutritionist.com.